Fight Saturday night, and we are live. Welcome, CTN. Glad that you're on. Rumble, glad you're on. Facebook, glad you're on. BlackRobeTV.com, glad you guys are on. God bless you. 55 minutes of fury. Here we go. Let's get this party started tonight. Obviously, we got to start talking about, again, talking about baby formula. Don't worry. The Ukraine is fully financed. We have that taken care of. $54 billion have been sent over there, but we have a nationwide about 40 to 50%, depending on where you live, of baby shortage is gone off the shelves. But don't worry, Jen Psaki has the answer for us. Play it, Tucker Carlson. Quote, hoarding baby formula. Watch Joe Biden's flack explain. But if you are a parent who's looking for formula right now, struggling to find what you need, do you have a, even a rough guess of how long these shortages are going to last? What should parents be bracing for here? Well, we've already seen an increase in supply over the past couple of weeks. What we are seeing, which is an enormous problem, is hoarding. Uh, people hoarding because they're fearful. Uh, that is one element of it. And people hoarding because they are trying to profit off of fear, fearful parents. Oh, now we're down to Zimbabwean economics. We don't have enough to eat because greedy people are hoarding it. It's your fault, America's moms, you and your piggish little babies, always thoughtlessly eating, 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 eating. Show some patriotic restraint and stop buying so much food for your kids, you greedy wreckers. In fact, and it's possible this will not surprise you, the reality is just the opposite of what you heard. America's moms are not hoarding baby formula because they're greedy or their fat little babies are eating too much. Sorry, Jen Psaki. The Biden administration is hoarding baby formula. The administration's WIC program, formerly known as Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, is by far the largest purchaser of baby formula in the United States. That is true no matter what they're telling you from the podium at the White House. Here's how it works. States award a contract to a baby formula manufacturer to provide the product to WIC participants. Then people who receive WIC benefits take a voucher to the store and buy the baby formula from that manufacturer. Now, government agencies get a kickback from the manufacturer in the form of a rebate, sometimes as high as 85% of the wholesale price. In other words, the baby formula manufacturer essentially pays the government to maintain this monopoly. And it's good business for everybody. It's been going on for a long time. The problem right now is that the Abbott Nutrition Company has made the baby formula for the vast majority of WIC contracts. The government had all its eggs virtually in Abbott's basket. Unfortunately, Abbott just closed its plant in Sturgis, Michigan because of contamination. And that means that millions of people who used WIC to buy Abbott products are forced to buy competing formulas and they're doing it all at once. So a government monopoly overseen by Joe Biden caused this baby formula crisis. So what's the government doing to fix it? Well, here's what they're not doing. They're not invoking the Defense Production Act to manufacture more baby formula. Of course not. That's for Ukrainians only. Shut up, American moms. Instead, the Biden administration is doing the opposite, which is to say doing the unimaginable. They're shipping scarce baby formula to the southern border to benefit illegal aliens who have no right to be here in the first place. That's right. So that's that's exactly what happened. We're going to get into more detail on that in just a minute. But you love the accusations coming from Jen Psaki of private hoarding people are hoarding it i'd like to see any proof whatsoever these people always proffer bold-faced lies because they are of their father the devil it's always it's always lies trump saying that rush uh, dead american soldiers were losers that was a bold-faced lie russian collusion bold-faced lie one thing right after another that you know joe biden's reason for entering the presidential race was because 
President Trump said that there was good people on both sides, call, saying that white supremacists were good people. Never said that. Blatantly, blatantly had that clear in the exact statement that Joe Biden was referring to. But they just bold-faced lie and say, you know what, it's private citizens that are hoarding. Well, actually, it's the government hoarding them because uh, uh, one giant shipment after another has been seen at the border. One giant shipment after another has been in Ukraine. So unless you're a Ukrainian citizen or an illegal alien, you are not getting baby formula. All right, next, on to the next thing. I want to just show you a couple examples of this. Emily and Max, a couple whose daughter needs formula. Play it for me, Tommy. She She's a fighter. <laughs> she is a warrior. Five-month-old Mackenzie Janer was born three months early, spending more than 100 days in the NICU, and now needs formula designed for premature babies. But parents Emily and Max say it's been a struggle to find. Each morning, Max says he drives to at least five grocery stores in three separate counties searching. <laughs> and you turn the corner uh, into, into the baby food and formula aisle, and it's just absolutely barren. The couple even has family family and friends sending them cans from other states. Formula is the only thing that's going to get Mackenzie healthy. Supply chain issues and a major recall have meant empty shelves and shortages across major manufacturers. I'm sorry, Emily and Max, you are not a Ukrainian citizen and you are not an illegal alien. So no pallets of baby formula for you. Here's Congresswoman. This is Congresswoman Kat uh, Kamak or Kamak. Um, and she, she explains very simply, I wanted to get to the bottom of this Abbott thing. Tucker mentioned it, but this gets more, more into detail about it. Play it for me. Yay, under Biden, shut down the Abbott manufacturing plant, which makes up about 43% of the entire market share of baby formula in our country. They also specialize in the specialty formula for kids who have certain allergies or little sensitivities, things like that. Okay, so they were shut down after a whistleblower case. Rightfully so, an investigation needed to take place. So they go in, they do a thorough investigation, and the FDA, the FDA and the CDC comes out publicly and says, there is no connection between the strain of bacteria that was found in the Abbott facility on a non-product containing surface Right, so it wasn't near the, the the lines of operation, and there was no connection to the strain found in the facility to the strain of bacteria that tragically took the lives of those two infants. An investigation was completed, and they were found to be in compliance, and they've worked every all the little things that FDA said they needed to do out. Now this is back in February at this point. Okay, fast forward, no phone calls or emails have gone uh, without a response, so, or with a response. So Abbott has been trying to get back into operation to produce formula, but guess what? The FDA won't return any phone calls. They won't return any emails. So out of this one plant, Abbott, Abbott Food Services, I don't know what they're called, we'll just call them Abbott, 43% of the baby formula is made in that, in that one facility. Shut down by the Food and Drug Administration, the Food and Democratic Party Association, shuts them down for for a whistleblower report, which appears to be righteous, but you never know. Two infants died of a bacterial infection, ended up not being linked in any way, shape or form to the factory. But to this day, it was shut down in February. So what do we got? February, March, April and half of May. It's still closed. They're, They're calling the FDA, asking to be reopened. They're emailing the FDA asking to be reopened. And strangely enough, isn't it strange? 
It's so odd. It's so coincidental. Of course, because Bill Gates is trying to get into the baby formula market too. You know, that's just right-wing conspiracy. Yeah, check it. Google it. See if I'm really, see if I'm lying to you. But so they won't answer. So the FDA won't answer Abbott, won't, won't answer their emails, won't answer their calls. So they're still closed. And that 43% that of the market went to the WIC program, which is a federal, which is basically food welfare for, for Americans. So all of the food welfare people are now having to shift to the regular market, which empties out all the regular market. But the Biden administration is doing nothing. Like Tucker said, are they initiating the War Powers Act like they did when we had to have masks, you know, masks that do absolutely nothing? Ventilation machines that are the wrong treatment for COVID that we had to mass produce that were never used. We had the War Powers Act that Trump put in to do all of that, right? But, but here we have Biden. We have, we have babies that have no food. United States citizens, because since, but that they're not Ukrainians. So of course it's America last. They're not illegal aliens. So you I mean you you have to be very low on the totem pole if an illegal alien gets preferential treatment over you and you're a citizen of the country they're an illegal alien in. That's where we are at right now. And again, I tell you this, like I say every podcast, Joe Biden should not be president. He is president because of fraudulent election that was put into place by, by the church's closing, by the conservatives closing, by, I mean, by the church's closing, the Christians caving, the conservatives caving, the moderates caving, and deeming COVID an existential threat to your life where you can't go in and vote. And that's why we have the birth of 2,000 mules from Dinesh D'Souza. It's because we had a fraudulent election. We have Zucker boxes everywhere. Missouri just outlawed Zucker boxes all throughout their states. So we had Zucker boxes everywhere where we had ballots with no signature verification, no ID. We had mules, 2,000 mules. That's just one area. 2,000 mules running all over the place, putting one stack of ballots in after another, where Joe Biden allegedly received 81 million votes. And a lot of, a lot of conservatives are afraid to talk about this. Why are you afraid? It's on videotape. Just like Miss Ruby in Atlanta was on videotape putting the exact same stack of ballots. We saw it start to finish the exact same stack of ballots through the machine two, three times. We saw it. What, what, why deny it? What's the point? Why are you a conservative that's afraid? That's, seeing that, that's, my, that's my problem. It's not the liberals. They're demonic. We get that. It's the conservatives and mainly the Christians. Why are you afraid to say it was a fraudulent election? Because it was. This is the mess that we are in. No baby formula. Abbey Gate disaster in Afghanistan, the entire Afghanistan withdrawal, hyperinflation, gas prices, food, food, 8.5% inflation, world record over the last 50 years. I mean, that's what we're, we don't want communists to be president. Communists will use, just like Adolf Hitler did, communists will use, and by the way, Adolf Hitler was not a right-winger, was not an extreme right-winger, he was an extreme leftist, just like Mao, just, just like Maduro, just like every other communist, Stalin, and anybody else you can name, they're leftists. Klaus Schwab's a leftist, Russia's a le- are leftist, uh, Putin's leftist, you know, the, w, uh, the World Economic Forum is leftist. Uh, Voldemar Zelensky is leftist. The Ukraine is leftist. The Democratic Party is leftist. And leftists will use whatever it takes to gain leverage, which gains them power. All right, Abbott tweet at the White House press conference today. The press secretary mistakenly, she was no mistake. It was just her proffering lies said that our formulas were tainted and killed two infants. It's absolutely wrong. Bullface lie vindicated by the FDA back in February, and they're still closed. 
and they've known about it. The Food and Drug Administration has known about it. The Biden administration has known about it, and they haven't done a daggum thing because they want you to take a QR code, put on your phone for now until it's quantum dot tattoo technology, then it'll go on your right, on your right hand or on your forehead. For now, it's on your QR code, Mark of the Beast on your phone. It's not the real Mark of the Beast, but it's, it's definitely uh, greasing the skits for the Mark of the Beast. They want you to have to have that. That's what the purpose of developing COVID-19 was. Yes, the, the purpose of developing the virus found with, with actually patented Moderna material in the alpha variant, the original variant. Moderna's partners with the NIH. The NIH has recently been found to be uh, misleading the public, has been putting out and... and, and uh, squashing stories about COVID-19 out of China. I'll get to that in a little bit. But Abbott comes out and says, it wasn't a, it wasn't a mistaken statement by Jen Locke, uh, Liar Saki. It was not, it was not. And, and, and the new woman that's coming in, Jean, Pierre, whatever her name is, she's no better, she's worse. I'll show you that in a minute too. But it was just a bull-faced lie. They know, they know exactly. They know that FDA cleared, cleared Abbott four months ago and Saki has no problem coming up and saying that Abbott's, unclean factory caused two, two infants to die, bold-faced lies. So we have a 43% shortage in some states, a 50% shortage causing this. Play it for me, Tommy. For 19-year-old Jaylene Oreana from Houston, getting baby formula required a three-hour drive to Austin. It's hard physically, mentally, financially. Sometimes I do cry at night. Oriana paid $120 for three cans for her six-month-old, Jasseli. She's among the 75% of American parents who rely on some formula for their babies. All right, now back to Kat Kamak. There she, I'll just go over the last video real quick. Houston mother having to drive three hours for baby formula in the United States of America. Never seen it before. Never seen empty shelves before. Never seen gas prices like this before. World records. Never seen hyperinflation like this before. Never seen interest rates rise like they have now, 8.5%. Never have seen inflation rates like that before in the history of America. Joe Biden is setting all kinds of records, isn't he? All right, Kat Kamak, again, video earlier from this week. She actually compares what's happening at the border in comparison to what's happening in your grocery store. Play it for me. The White House announcing plans to address the baby formula shortage yesterday as 40% of the nation's supply is out of stock. But Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamak says they're still receiving pallets of baby formula down at the border. She tweeted this out. The first photo is from this morning at the Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border. Shelves and pallets packed with baby formula. The second is from a shelf right here at home. Formula is scarce. This is what America last looks like. Congresswoman Kat Kamek joins us now. Good morning to you, Congresswoman. Good morning, Ainsley. How Good are you morning. Doing? doing well. Thank you. So tell us how you received this photo because the news broke yesterday and we were all appalled. You know, just like you, I was equally appalled. And it was earlier in the week I had received a text message from several different border agents sending me pictures and videos of stocked warehouses, pallets of baby formula. These agents themselves have families and they have family members that can't get this baby formula in the stores in Texas and Arizona, New Mexico, yet they go to work and they're unloading pallets of baby food out of the back of tractor trailers. It's outrageous. If you have to sum it up, this is exactly what America last looks like. Meanwhile, moms across the country are panicking. They can't get their hands on formula. And as you said, 40% across the country is out. In my state, close to 50% of baby formula is out. And that's in Florida and several other states. How did the 
Yeah, look at that last picture. It says, do not take because it's a pallet of formula down at the border and border agents can't get it for their own kids. But lo and behold, you know, border agents risking their lives every day. One died in line of duty this week. Again, if I have time, I'll get to that too. Died in the line of duty this week. But you know what? The border agents, they can't, they can't get baby formula for their kids. So they have to put a sign on the pallets, pallets of baby formula at the border for illegal aliens. So the border patrol agents and other probably border employees don't take it from the actual uh, illegal aliens. All right, Dr. Uh, Benjamin Braddock tweet, French, Swiss, and Dutch brands all here because Mexico. And all these illegal aliens are coming through Mexico. They're not all Mexican, obviously. They come from, I think the latest count was 42 different countries. All here because Mexico doesn't have a U.S. uh, Food and Drug Administration, Food and Democratic Party Association, baby formula section in large Mexican chain supermarkets. So now Mexico, now Mexico is defeating the United States. This This is what Mexico looks like, where everybody is leaving to come here. Pretty soon, we're gonna have Americans illegally immigrating into Mexico to get baby formula because there is none here because Joe Biden has turned us into a a banana republic in just a matter of one year. Now, and here's the interesting thing. Here's Joe Biden. I I played this video. I have to admit, I'm a little bit infatuated with this video. Here's Joe Biden screaming about food lines while his own country, this was filmed during the last four months when Abbott food was shut down. He knew it was coming. Matter of fact, I think it was filmed within the last week. So we had the baby formula shortage fully at hand. And here's Joe Biden. Play it for me. Remember the long line to stand people line up all kinds of vehicles just to get a box of food and their trunk. How could you forget? People were hurting. And what did the microphone want to do? Forget it. Forget it. God is in the United States of America. The idea. That people would have to wait in line an hour, hour and a half to get a box of food and they're drunk. Just unbelievable. A, the boxes of food allegedly that people were picking up were caused, not by COVID-19, that's what people always say, caused by the pandemic. No, caused by the absolutely fraudulent, stupid response to a very survivable, 99.9% survival virus, less deadly uh, than the flu for anybody zero to 50 and about the same numbers for everybody after 50 as the flu. That's the absolute facts. All right, but that, that's why people allegedly had to have food. All the churches, all the art churches were doing this. They were closed. They were, uh, you know, absolutely putting their stamp of approval on international and national lockdowns, all the art churches, all the weak Christian churches, and then feeding the very hunger that they caused through their own endorsement. And while the churches were getting PPP money and locked down, buying into the, the economic lockdown in the United States, all the businesses in their churches and people were, ma- were having mass unemployment, business closures, everything. So they were actually creating the very hunger that they later were feeding. Now, in the midst of all this, we have Nancy Pelosi. Now, what is Nancy Pelosi doing in the midst of hyperinflation? We have our inflation rate, which CNN is now gleefully reporting, went down from world record 8.5% inflation rate to 8.4% inflation. It's all coming back. That's what they're saying. That's a world record. What was it under Donald Trump? Just so everybody knows, 1.4%. One point, it's gone up seven points 
under Joe Biden in 16 months. And we have, of course, gas prices through the roof. We have hyperinflation and open border, 2.5 million people crossed last year that we even know about. All these different things happening, of course. Shortages everywhere, empty shelves, Biden, baby formula shortage as we went over at nauseum. Now, what is Nancy Pelosi doing? Put that tweet up for me from Windtalker. Make sure that you follow her on Twitter. One of my favorite sources on Twitter is Windtalker. Make sure you follow her. With the U.S. economy and foreign policy in tatters, Pelosi's new capital caterer delivers booze directly to her office. So she has now opened up. She signed on with a new catering service that not only will deliver booze to the Capitol, by the way, just so you know. Now I want you anybody else to think about if your cops were, were driving around in their cars answering calls with beers. Think about that. That's people making these huge decisions in life, right? Different decisions that affect all of our lives are drunk probably half the time because booze was already delivered to the Capitol. But now Nancy Pelosi has made it so it can be directly delivered to every congressman and woman's office. That's what she's doing in the midst of gas prices that have gone up at least twice as high as they were when when Trump was president. That's what she's doing in the middle of our southern border invasion. That's what she's doing in the middle of Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine. That's what she's doing in the middle of us sending $54 billion to the dictator Volodymyr Zelensky in Ukraine. That's what she's doing in the middle of our disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan and every other calamity that the Biden administration administration has caused that's what she's doing Biden administration shutting down gas leases and oil leases in very high rich areas shut them down while we're in the midst of a national oil and gas crisis she shuts that down and Pelosi in the middle of that is finding a new caterer to deliver booze directly to her office now here's a little clip of Nancy Pelosi is she drunk play for me and and that's why I said that yeah we got it. We got it. <laughs> Thank you all very much. It's going to be a beautiful day. Perhaps I'll see you along the way. Hi. I'll see you along the way. Think positively. Okay. Thank you. Now I have done many field sobriety tests in my life. And I can tell you right now, she ain't passing any of them, let alone walking down the straight line. Did you see her hobble off? Give me, I mean, come on, give me a break. And now, of course, she's made it so. There's even going to be more alcohol and specifically de- delivered to congressmen and women's offices. Where are the Republicans? You know, there are a few saying things, but where are the Republicans? They want to keep their mouths shut right now because they just sent $40 billion to an autocratic dictator named Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine. They want to keep their mouth shut. Onward with, with, uh, with my Pelosi section of the show. This is a little snippet from a Gateway Pundit article. One, co- one coddle traveling from Washington, D.C. Through, te- through Tel Aviv, Israel to Baghdad, Iraq for May 15th. 15 through 20 2008 to discuss matters this is a pelosi flight to discuss matters of mutual concern so you have all these congressmen and women on these junkets going to discuss matters of mutual concern they spend hundreds of millions of dollars per year doing this included members of congress and their spouses cost seventeen thousand dollars per hour we are 30 trillion dollars in debt at that time we were about 15 trillion dollars in debt $17,000 an hour 
for Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of establishment idiot Republicans and a bunch of establishment idiot Democrats to gallivant all over the globe on our dime at $17,000 an hour in aircraft alone. That's an aircraft alone. It's not Secret Service or anybody else or fuel or anything. Purchases for the coddle included Johnny Walker Red Scotch, Grey Goose Vodka, all the taxpayer expense, E&J Brandy, Bailey's Irish Cream, Maker's Mark Whiskey, I don't know what any of these things are because I hate alcohol, whatever whatever the next one is, Cognac, Bacardi Light Rum, Jim Beam, Beef Eater Jim, Dewar Scotch, Bombay Sapphire Jim, boy, these people like it, Jack, Jack Daniels Whiskey, Whiskey, Corona Beer, and several bottles of wine. And look at the bottom, Pelosi's flights cost the U.S. Tax, taxpayers millions over a two-year period. Pelosi reportedly spent over $100,000 on alcohol alone on those flights. $30 trillion in debt and all of the idiot establishment Republicans bought in with the idiot establishment Democrats and just sent $40 billion printed dollars over to Voldemar Zelensky so that he can make his $100 million a year, which by the way, he makes and he's a billionaire. Just so everybody knows. At how? He was an actor and then he was president. So how is he a billionaire and how does he make $100 billion a year? Go to the next one for me, Tom. Rep Austin Scott, somebody actually standing up and saying something. Pelosi is opening a liquor store. This is also true. This is also true. Not just what I've told you. This is on top of what I've told you. In the house where members can buy alcohol with their taxpayer-funded MRAs. All while Americans are struggling to pay for food. Absolutely outrageous. There you go. And here's more of Pelosi's plans for you. Again, in the midst of all of our calamities and all of our problems. Vote from home. Pelosi says House Democrats don't have to show up to vote for for the next six weeks. They, They haven't had to show up for two years. 26 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, which by the way, the Senate Democrats have to show up as well as the Senate Republicans. Of course, the Senate, the the House Republicans have to show up, but the House Democrats, 26 months into 15 days to flatten the curve, still aren't coming to in-person meetings in the Capitol for votes. They're staying at home. And you think that this was all about your health? COVID caving pastor, pimp whoring pastor, COVID caving Christian, it was all about your health. 26 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so loving. I wear a mask. I'm so loving. I'm taking the clot jab. I'm so loving. I've locked down my church. 26 months later, here we are while Pelosi is opening up booze houses and is still obeying stay-at-home orders. 26 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. All right, no surrender 200. Now let's talk about what's happening at the World Health Organization as Biden. Now listen, I know a lot of you are saying this and I agree with it. Biden is going to, to surrender our health care, our medical sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Now here's the thing. I understand that according to constitutional law, he can't do that. But just so everybody knows, according to constitutional law, you're not, you're not to be forced to have a vaccination. According to the Nuremberg Code, you're not allowed to be forced to have a vaccination, right? So everybody out there saying, this can't happen. It can't happen. We, we have constant, well, it's already happened. What are you talking about? Our entire military has been given a non-FDA approved drug, which violates their military contract. Ain't one of them getting comerity. Don't tell me that they are. Nobody's getting the actual FDA approved drug. No, it's not available to anybody. Our entire military 
with, with their, all the various maladies, sicknesses, illnesses, and diseases, and infirmities going through the roof to the tune of 300 to 1,000% increases in one year. That's the absolute truth. If you don't believe me, please pull up the Thomas Rents federal lawsuit against the DOD. It's absolute fact. But so in the midst of this, the world, Joe Biden is going to surrender our sovereignty. It can't happen. We can fight. Well, of course we're going to fight it. But how many will really fight it? With everybody in this culture, including the Christians and including conservatives, still default to the CDC and FDA as if they're reliable sources, if they, as if they weren't bought and paid for by Klaus Schwab and the Democratic Party. Everybody still defaults to them as if they believe these people. So you're telling me that Joe Biden going over to Davos and surrendering our, our medical sovereignty in seven days is not a threat? This could never happen. What are you talking about? It could never happen. You're not allowed to mandate people wear masks either, and that happened. What are you talking about? It could very well happen. It just depends on the rate of compliance. I will never comply. I know that most of you that are watching will never comply, but there's some fools that are watching that did comply and still haven't said they're wrong. And they're Christians and don't read their Bible, obviously. All right, no, uh, no Surrender 200 tweet. Not when the Biden regime makes an end run, see, to hand over our rights to the World Health Organization controlled by China. Absolutely true. China was dictating the World Health Organization's response to COVID from day one and bypassed U.S. Senate approval, which means no public debate, no media coverage of the sovereignty killing power grab. It could happen. It depends on compliance. And here's an article. This is from the Gateway Pundit. I don't like reading articles to you. I'm going to read snippets to you. The fact that the European Union has the Digital Services Act and the UK has proposed an online safety bill are among the latest evidence that it was not mere coincidence that the U.S. Department of Homeland Security recently decided to create a disinformation governance board. Why is that happening? It all has to do with surrendering our sovereignty, not only to the World Health Organization, but to the UN and to Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum, and Klaus Schwab. This is all tied in together, along with the sneaky ploy by the Biden administration to create an, an all-powerful United Nations World Health Organization, again from the Gateway Pundit, which we among, which we which we were among the first to report back on April 24th, Gateway Pundit says, the idea directed by the billionaire backers of the World Economic Forum, the idea backed by who? The World Economic Forum is, is, is to crack down on free speech at the very same time they're setting up a noose to hang around the necks of sovereign nations by amending an existing health treaty called the International Health Regulations of 2005, the IHR, remember these things, they are able to bypass the U.S. Senate approval, which means no public debate and no media coverage of the sovereignty-killing power grab. It will all be done under the cloak of darkness in Geneva. I said Davos, Geneva, Switzerland, when the World Health Organization meets at the World Health Assembly. If Biden and his health and human services uh, Chief Javier Becerra, remember Javier Bacaria, got their way. The nations of the world will not have their sovereignty snatched away. No, they will hand it over. The vote takes place May 28th through 28th, May 22nd through 28th in Geneva, Switzerland. All that's required is simply a majority vote. And there goes the sovereignty of 194 nations of the world over matters of public health emergencies, which could include a wide range of issues, including climate emergencies. The, the changes to the 2005 treaty also include the addition of new rate regional health czars. That's exciting. 
when you have a commissioner, uh, Tetros, Dr. Tetros, former African terrorist, he gets to have regional health czars. That's the head of the World Health Organization under the authority of the WHO. These czars will have their own bureaucratic cohorts to police the, the policies they impose on the nations. Aid can be withheld. Punishing economic issues can be placed on any nation that deviates from the prescribed WHO remedy from whatever health emergency has been declared by the WHO Director General. That would be Dr. Tetros, a known asset of the Chinese Communist Party. Every city in America potentially becomes Shanghai where lockdowns are not, are not only always looming over people's head, heads, but when they come, they come hard and strict. Your house or apartment becomes your own personal prison and you're 100% on the government. That's the plan leverage for your basic needs but before they can get to that point they need to figure out a way to silence dissent hence the reason for the disinformation governance board here's dr malone play it for me let me go over the key points why you should care this thing that is it remember this is proposed by the biden administration these clauses are proposed by our executive branch by our president okay First off, increase surveillance. Under Article 5, the WHO will develop early warning criteria that will allow it to establish a risk assessment for a member state, which means it can use the type of modeling, simulation, and predictions that exaggerated the risk from COVID-19 over two years ago. Once the WHO creates its assessment unilaterally, it will communicate it to intergovernmental organizations and other member states. They will then have a 48-hour deadline. This is how this is going to work. It, within 48 hours and really less, they will have to make a go-no-go no, go decision about complying with the mandate, which is entirely under the control of Tedros. The Director General of the World Health Organization has the authority under this statute to circumvent the U.S. Constitution and to activate a dominant role over the U.S. Constitution by the Constitution of the World Health Organization. He can do this unilaterally. Remember, the two major donors to the World Health Organization currently are the CCP, Communist China, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is placing $250 million into the WHO. They, those two control the WHO full stop. What this bill does is it hands over control of the American Constitution and circumvents states' rights. This is really a power play by the, by the executive branch to create a pathway whereby they can get the WHO to do their bidding and to overturn the states' rights. It will never fail to amaze me how Americans can hand over their health or hand and actually trust organizations like the World Health Organization that are primarily funded by two entities, the CCP and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Truly amazing, a man who wants to lower the Earth's population using vaccines, quote, and here, and again, one of the major backers of this new uh, amendment to this treaty at the World Health Organization, handing over our medical sovereignty, is of course the World Economic Forum under Klaus Schwab. Now, this one, let's let's highlight a little bit on the World Economic Forum. Here's a chart. Now, the World Economic Forum was formed in 1971, allegedly to spread the wealth. 
you know, to spread economic equity. That's what they still espouse, economic equity. You'll own nothing and be happy, right? Of course, Prince Charles will own lots. Klaus Schwab will remain a multimillionaire. Prince Charles will, 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 of course, remain a multimillionaire, so will everybody else. But you will own nothing and be happy. So here's, here's how it went over the last, you know, basically 40, 50 years. You look at the lines. Top 1% is the, is the red line. Bottom, one, bottom 99% is the blue line. So the bottom 99%, basically our, our wealth inequality has gotten way larger under the reign of the World Economic Forum, all the while claiming they're all about wealth equity or money or fiscal equity, just like the Democratic Party. They're all against racism and women's health. They're all for women's health. They want to butcher half of, half of the 41.2 million abortions last year were women. They want to butcher 20 million women a year, and they claim to be for women's rights. They claim to be for racial equity, and there is an abortion clinic put on every urban center corner by the Democratic Party, by Hillary Clinton, who loves Margaret Sanger, who wanted to end the black race, who she calls somebody that she greatly admires. Onward, just to show out some of these names for everybody, Bill Gates says, Bono, you're just an amazing philanthropist. Remember, he showed up at the weirdest war zone ever to ever exist in, and of course, Kiev and uh, Ukraine, where all of these uh, Pelosi and McConnell and everybody are going. Bono's went and did a concert there. Strangest war zone ever. That you can have a full-blown concert in the middle of a war zone and it not be interrupted. Funny how that works. Amazing, uh, amazing a philanthropist as you are a friend. Working and learning together has been one of my greatest joys. They're all in this together. They will never surrender their wealth. And here's Bono. You can do a side by side. Just wanted to show you, there's Bono. Here he is, that's him at the World Economic Forum. The, you know, I didn't even think it was worth hearing, so I'm not gonna play it for you. There he is, that's the World Economic Forum. All in this together, they will, what they're, it shouldn't be, their, their motto shouldn't be, you'll own nothing and be happy. It should be, we'll own everything, you'll own nothing and we'll be happy. That's what these people are all about, just so you know. And they're the run, ones running the pandemic through the World Health Organization, through the UN, they're all part of the World Economic Forum. If you're looking for a bad guy, it's Klaus Schwab and out of Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum. Bill, you got Bill and Melinda Gates. They are working on, Bill Gates, now they're divorced, but Bill Gates is working along with Gavi, along with MasterCard on quantum dot tattoo technology, which will probably be the mark of the beast. Don't know it for sure, but it probably will be because it is biological meshing technology that you put, you can put anywhere and it will take all your vaccine information. It was all about getting to that place. New York Post tweet, New York Post, there we go. Just so you know, it's, you'll own nothing and be happy. You got Goldman Sachs, all these people deeply intermeshed with the Rockefellers and everybody else, the, Roth, the Rothschilds, World Economic Forum, Goldman Sachs-backed firms by entire Florida community. You're wondering why you can't buy a house? You're wondering why prices are through the roof? Houses that used to be $250,000 are now half a million dollars? It's because Goldman Sachs is buying up entire neighborhoods along with Vanguard, along with BlackRock, are buying up everything. It's all on purpose to make it so it turns you into a perpetual renter. And here's the thing, long-term, it's meant to kill people off. 
It's meant to have people die of starvation. 400 million people have died of starvation over the last 26 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. That's not mine. That's not right-wing conspiracy. That's a UN statistic. It's on their own website. Because when the, third, when the first world locks down, you hear me say this all the time, the third world doesn't eat. And here's another thing. This is from the World Economic Forum. This is on their website. This is what they consider good. They're not hiding it. World Economic Forum, this is from News Nancy. World Economic Forum now suggests seniors off themselves for the children. Play it for me. The earth just cannot handle the sheer number of humans who live here. Something has to give. And I believe that it's up to us who have lived a good life to make sure that our children will have the opportunity to live good lives too. I have lived a good life. 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 Now that's Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. Watch all of those numeric agendas. Watch them closely. That's the World Economic Forum suggesting, you know, we just need to die. And by the way, just so you know, nobody on that video will die. They'll be making sure that you're the ones who die, not them, of course. Remember the, remember the, the uh, fiscal inequality? It's just like it's that way in every other sort of inequality also. Now, here is this is a great video. I just had to put it in here tonight. You've probably seen it already. It's Kyle Becker video. It's Rand Paul. Do you know who is the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world? Play it for me, Tommy. Do we have policies? Do we have guardrails? Do we have yeah, standards? Yeah, but here's the problem. Ensure, we can't even agree. We can't even agree what disinformation is. This is you well, can't even agree that it was disinformation, that the Russians fed information to the Steele dossier. If you can't agree to that, how are we ever going to come to an agreement on what is disinformation so you can police it on social media? Legally, I think you've got no idea what disinformation is, and I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The U.S. government. Are you familiar with McNamara, the Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? Are you familiar with Iran-Contra? I mean, think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want guardrails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation. You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. Same. Government is largely disseminating disinformation. Yeah, the United States government, especially Alejandro Mayorkas right there, the, the head of the, uh, uh, oh gosh, I just forgot what it was. What is, it's the, uh, what is it? Department of Homeland Security, slip my mind, I got DOJ on my head. Department of Homeland Security, they can take their guardrails, flip them sideways, and shove it up their own caboose. We don't need them to, to give us anything. They don't need to tell us what is information, what's miss, what's dis. We don't need any of their help ever in life. Shove it. Shove it. And tell them to shove it. Don't accommodate them. And speaking of some, two of the greatest purveyors of disinformation in history, here we go. You all know Jen Psaki's gone, and, her, and she's been taken over by a new person. I'll let her introduce her to you. Play it for me. I just want to uh, take the opportunity to celebrate and congratulate my friend, my colleague, my partner in truth, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the next White House press secretary. Uh, now, many people in this room have known her for some time. 
Um, but for anyone who does not know her, I want to provide a little bit of a primer for you, so settle in. Um, first, as you all know, she will be the first black woman, uh, the first out LGBTQ plus person to serve in this role, uh, which is amazing because representation matters. And she is going to, uh, st she will give a voice to so many and allow and show so many what is truly possible when you work hard and dream big and that matters. And we should not, uh, we should celebrate that. Why is it that they have to be introduced? Obviously, we know that she's a black woman. Why is it that we have to know who she has sex with? I mean, is that how we're going to introduce people from now on? I'm just curious because, I mean, I, I, I need to know. Because, I mean, that, why is it that we have to know that she has sex with other women? I mean, do we really need to know that? Can't you just introduce her for who she is? And by the way, this is who she is. You can put up the next tweet for me. Here it is. This is her own tweet. Kareen Jean-Pierre. Remi reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abram. Bottom, bottom, uh, bottom tweet. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen election. Welcome to the world of unpresidential, unprecedented Trump. So, I mean, again, insurrectionist. She's an insurrectionist. I mean, that is the precedent that has been set by the FBI. By Christopher Ray, by Joe Biden. If you question an election, you're a threat to our democracy. You're attacking our democracy. So if that's the case, the new press secretary has a history as an insurrectionist and must be investigated by the FBI according to recent precedent. Now let's look deeper into her. Let's look at how she really talks. Play it for me, Tommy. Racism, sexism, misogyny, all of that, homophobia, xenophobia, we, we connected to Donald Trump, but it existed before Donald Trump. Fox News was racist before coronavirus. They are racist during the coronavirus. Fox News will be racist after the coronavirus. Racism has, was, bef was here before Donald Trump, and it's, uh, sadly, it will be here after <laughs> Donald Trump. It walks like a racist, talks like a racist, acts like a racist. It is a racist. And we have a racist president in the White House who really pushes his racism like a peacock. Donald Trump is the first president to have purposefully had made has made racism the center of his of his campaign of his administration clearly i think donald trump wants to get rid of legal immigration and it's because of people who come from brown and black countries he might do away with daca which is another moral line that he would be crossing which is something that would be enforcing advancing a sub white supremacy agenda donald I mean, could she have said racist anymore? I made us time that out at one minute. Could she have said racist anymore in one minute? One minute, I'm stealing this from Windtalker on Twitter. A perpetual victim. That's what you called victim, victim, victim. And that's the new press secretary, ladies and gentlemen. That's who she is. Karina Jean-Pierre, What a, you know, an, a perpetual victim and a, and a purveyor of attacking democracy, insurrectionist speech. You know, once again, but of course, I don't think the FBI will be inv investigating her. But this was all actually funny. Ultra MAGA thing video. Ducey already clowned this chick. Play it for me. Is there any kind of discussion about giving people who are coming here the right way money? Why would, I, why would we be giving people who are coming here the white right way money? Why are you giving people who came here the wrong I, way? I mean, it's the one and only Eagle Double G. Snoop Dogg. There you go. Why, you know, Peter Ducey asked her, 
you know, are we going to give people that are coming in the country the right way money? Her answer is, why would we be giving people that come in the white way? Is what, actually what, what <laughs> right way? She said, white ray money. Well, you know, that again, just absolutely, this is a clown show of a White House. It truly is unbelievable. And this woman is taking over as the press secretary. The first black woman, the first LGBTQ. Well, who cares? Who cares? Here's another thing that's happening right now, just so everybody knows. This has kind of slipped under the radar. This is a Young America, Americans for Liberty video. The DOJ is creating an Office of Environmental Justice. Play it for me. I'm announcing three actions that the department is taking to advance environmental justice. First, consistent with the president's executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad, we are issuing a comprehensive environmental justice enforcement strategy. Associate Attorney General Vanita Gupta will discuss that strategy in just a moment. Second, I'm pleased to announce that we are launching the Justice Department's first ever Office of Environmental Justice to oversee and help guide the Justice Department's wide-ranging environmental justice effort. So in the span of about two weeks, we got the governmental, we got the, the disinformation governance board headed by n absolute whack job Nina Jankowitz. And now we've got the Office of Environmental Justice headed by Merrick Garland and the DOJ. All in, the, all in the span of two weeks. Congratulations to us. An Office of Environmental Justice. So you're going to be arrested for what? Ch spitting gum out the window of your car? Who knows what now? Office of Environmental Justice, Disinformation Governance Board. Here's an interesting one. Dr. Eli David tweet. World Economic Forum report 90% of the, uh, this. Is, I, I actually put this in here. It doesn't have anything to do with this, but with the Office of Environmental Justice. I just put in my own notes. Here's, how, here's the people they can arrest first for violating the environment, right? World Economic Forum report 90% of coastal areas, according to Klaus Schwab, will be affected by rising sea levels due to climate change. Put up the next pic for me. You the next pick. There you go. And here's all the here they all are. Barack Obama, World Economic Forum member. Nancy Pelosi, World Economic Forum member. Bill Gates, World Economic Forum member. All living on the coast. Barack Obama has at least two homes on the coast. One in Maui. One in Mathis Vineyard, of course. And that and you know I think right now that Merrick Garland ought to send the DOJ's Office of Environmental Justice out to do an investigation because according to Klaus Schwab and Davos in the World Economic Forum. They're violating environmental law right now. Here, here's another interesting one for you. Now, this is uh, RNC Research video. This is Gina McCarthy, Biden climate advisor. Play it for me. Have solutions that can deliver. We're, gonna, we're actually going to do 100 rules this year alone on appliances, just like you asked. We are developing partnerships on how we work together for new building standards, even for sustainable airlines. Who'd have thunk that they'd be all in, but they better be or they're going to be out of here. They're developing partnerships. All right, well, 100, 100 new rules. Just what we need. 100 new rules, reading off of her quote, we're actually going to do 100 new rules this year alone on appliances. And now, are they going to sending people to your house to investigate your refrigerator from Merrick Garland's Office of Environmental Justice? I'm just curious. I mean, look at, look at where our country's going. That's why you don't put masks on your face, folks. That's why you don't lock down. That's against the Constitution, too, for everybody saying the World Health Organization cannot take away our sovereignty. They've already taken it away, and the Democratic Party has already taken it away. So what are you talking about? Don't put masks on your face. 
Don't take experimental vaccinations that were developed in a year instead of the usual 15 years. I switching to Ukraine. Greg Price video. House Minority uh, Rep. Steny Hoyer, play for me. I thank the gentleman for yielding. Mr. Speaker, it is unfortunate that a time of war that we spend all the time blaming our own president. It is unfortunate that... So I just wanted to put that out there so everybody saw House Majority Whip Steny Hoare declare that we are currently in a war. We are not. Now I want to show you the footage from the war zone. Here we go. This Christopher Miller video. President Zelensky welcome delegation of Mitch McConnell and, and several others, including Susan Collins. Play it for me. So what is it with these approach videos? I'm just curious, Aaron, have that other one loaded for me. What is it with these approach videos with Zelensky coming out and this entourage of establishment idiot Republicans, Mitch McConnell there, Susan Collins, Barrasso from Wyoming, John Cornyn from Texas, these idiots, these establishment Republicans that just couldn't bend over any faster for Democrats. Here we are again. Same thing. Here comes Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff. And here comes, uh, um, here, here comes Voldemar Zelensky. What a war zone. Look at her. She can't even walk. She would not be able to pass a fierce sobriety test and what kind of war zone is this weirdest thing i've ever seen bono's coming and doing concerts you got trudeau there hanging out with his best friend Voldemar zelensky both world economic forum actums just like putin is and here they all are what's the weird is this this a war zone this is a war what's going on here? you got nancy in her in her pantsuit and there's adam lying schiff there he is there what kind of war zone is this Ever seen that before? I wonder if that would happen at Normandy. All right, go to the next one. I mean, here we go to the next one. I just wanted to show you. Here's Trudeau. There's Trudeau. What kind of war zone is this with? With Christia Freeland, known absolute COVID Nazi. There she is. Right next to him. What kind of war zone is that? Go to the next one for me. Disclosed TV video. Now Saki, the American people also deserve a lot of gratitude. Play it for me. On the House floor uh, earlier today, the Democratic Majority Leader Stang Hoyer um, said, quote, it is unfortunate that in a time of war that we spend all the time blaming our own president. Just a clarification, it's not the White House's belief that we're at war or we're engaged in any kind of conflict. Uh, I think he's, I, I did not see the full context of his comments. Uh, what I'm betting he was referring to was the war happening in Ukraine with Russia that obviously the U.S. has a stake in, given the amount of military, humanitarian, economic assistance we've provided. And as I've said before, of course, the Ukrainians deserve the greatest accolades for their bravery and their courage. But the American people also deserve a lot of gratitude for their sacrifices and their support of this war. I don't, want, I don't want to make sacrifices. I've given support. I've sent thousands of dollars over to the innocents in Ukraine. I'm not in support of this war. And the only reason why Republicans on the Hill, whether it's senators or congressmen and women, the only reason why they are is they're afraid not to be. Just like everybody was afraid not to wear a mask. It's not that they believed in the mask. They were afraid of the consequences of not wearing a mask. Afraid of the consequences of not getting vaxxed. Afraid of the consequences of walking into a store without a mask. Afraid of the consequences of not getting a vaccine and losing their job. That's what this is all about. 
I don't want to make sacrifices for a world economic forum Stalinist Volodymyr Zelensky. I have no interest in making sacrifices for that man. Go to the next one for me. Christina Pushow, spokesperson for Ron DeSantis. Bloomberg, the Russian ruble, congratulations, Joe Biden, is up more than 11% against the U.S. dollar since January to become the top gainer among 31 major world currencies. Great job, Biden administration. Great. Everything they do turns to absolute garbage because they are World Economic Forum tools meant to ruin the United States economy because Joe Biden does not think of us as a sovereign nation. He thinks of us as a globalist state only. He thinks of himself as a governor. He thinks of himself as an elitist bourgeois snob, which he is. That will somehow, he'll be one of the haves, not one of the have-nots. Go to the next one for me, Disclose TV tweet. New Ukraine Zelensky will virtually join. Oh, strange, isn't it? You want to make sacrifices for the World Economic Forum? Go fight for democracy in Ukraine. It's not a democracy. It's a, it's, a, it's a dictatorship. It's an autocratic dictatorship where Valdemar Zelensky has shut down all oppo media and all political opposition parties. You can only watch one TV show that has news on it, and it's pro-Zelensky. And now Zelensky will virtually join Klaus Schwab's annual meeting at the World Economic Forum, where also, by the way, Vladimir Putin is a young global leader of the World Economic Forum. Maybe they're on the phone with each other, which maybe that's why it's safe. For Voldemar Zelensky to walk all over the streets in, in, with Nancy Pelosi in her blue pantsuit or Mitch Turtle Mc, uh, McConnell walking down the street as they have their vaunted, almost old-style Western approach. What a, what a bunch of idiots. I mean, I wonder if they're on the phone with you. Hey, you know what? Is it safe for me to meet uh, uh, Vladimir Putin? You know, don't send any missiles into Kiev tonight. Well, they both belong to the World Economic Forum. Both are lovers of Klaus Schwab. All right, go to the next one for me. Representative Paul Gosar, total number of Americans killed by Russia in 2021, zero. Total number of Americans killed by Mexican fentanyl in 2021, 105,000. What is Joe Biden doing about 105,000 Americans? Dead, never coming back, dead because the open border invasion of the United States, 2.5 million unknown, known illegal border crossers in 2021 alone, 107,000 Americans dead. Join me. Listen, I want to tell everybody, join me there. Join me here tomorrow if you are able on Rumble, on Black Robe TV, on Facebook. Join me here for church tomorrow. I'll be preaching my guts out. Same style, no holds barred. Love you all. Don't give, a, don't give an inch. Stand your ground in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.